I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Great Touch for a Big Lad, the podcast that is trying to be consistent. Yep. Only here on the internet. Theo's here. Back Hello. again. Yep. Um, you were here last year. Uh, we did our championship table. Yep. I think you said that Norwich were going to fall like a stone, something like that. You did I? Was it? Is that right? He right. did, and I said no. He's going to win the league. Did you? Did, did you? Yeah. Good spot. I said to fall away as well because it just felt. It just felt. It was in the stars that these that, that Leeds would do that thing that they do. And they yes. did, and they mm. did indeed. They did, yeah. So uh, Theo's here. We're going to have a bit of a roundup of the of League One, the Championship, and the Premier League, and we've got all your favourite bits in as well. But I would like to kick off very quickly. Sorry, Craig is here as well, Craig. He's a Stoke City fan, season ticket holder. Right. You're a season ticket holder, are you able to... You're not able we to don't have it. season tickets. Yeah, you don't have season yeah. tickets at Bolton Bolton Day. Why not? Yeah. What do you mean? Every, it's all a mess, isn't it? We don't... <laughs> this year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, like, no one's had time to sort it out. They've been so focused. Everyone working at the club has been so focused on getting this takeover done. So people that have wanted to go to Bolton, they've had... You go and you have to line up and get a ticket. So they announced ticket. They, so they announced ticket information a few days before each game because okay. they weren't sure if the games were going to happen. Yes, at the time, and now it's like they've announced ticket information weeks in advance. And now, actually, today, funny you say that, um, they've announced that they're going to do season tickets. So yeah, it's good. So how much is we're going on topic here? But how much is the ticket for standard home Bolton game that you have been paying? Pro rata. Yeah. Pro what rata. for a se- for a season ticket? Not season ticket, just like a standard match day. Pro um, takeover. So it actually changed. They reduced the price. So they'll do. They did a good deal last night against Bradford. They mm. they gave them for like a fiver, um, just to try and get the get the fans back in. Yeah. But usually, I'll tell you what, we get ripped off usually. Um, <laughs> yeah, usually like last season when everything was um, going wrong, they made us pay like up to I think something like they need 30, the money then thirty five quid for a ticket. At home? Yeah. That's naughty. That is naughty. It is naughty, yeah. And my dad would have to pay that. And then I think it's like, for me, you know, obviously kids are a bit cheaper as well, but they were stupidly priced under the Andersons. Now they're going to try and keep them down for, to get fans back in, which is good. I yeah. think, yeah, the good, uh, good times are, are coming too, Bolton. We'll talk about Bolton a lot more uh, a bit later in the podcast. Um, but first of all, I want, to, I want to get to this before our opening question. Mm-hmm. Um, because last week uh, we were talking about Steve Bruce, who's yeah. um, obviously a a famous novelist novelist crime thrillers Um, and we asked you guys to get involved so I'm going to bookend no pun intended this podcast with uh, some of your great novel great football novels uh, at start and at the end and the one I have to kick off with um, is uh, McSlash uh, who's done a spin on Craig's so we had to think of a a title for a football novel um, after Steve Bruce did did what he did 
um, back in 1999 and uh, Craig's one was called Sweeper Keeper mm-hmm. wasn't it and it was yeah. about um, it was about <laughs> a charming charming uh, tale of a street sweeper that, <laughs> that made it big for his local team made it all the way to Premier League yeah. World Cup etc etc yeah. and it was uh, it's, it's, a, it's a novel waiting to be written mm. And I know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're thinking. It's a nice title, but it needs a homoerotic spin. Well, don't worry. Slash <laughs> has done it for us. Um, he says this. Sweeper, so this is the title, Sweeper Keeper. And this is, I guess, the synopsis of it. Um, when his club buys Jose, the new first-choice Sweeper Keeper, Stu Brute, an old-school English shot-stopper, is displeased. But when Stu is asked to show him the ropes, Jose begins to f- pull on his heartstrings. Will Stu be brave enough to leave the comfort of his six-yard box? Remain composed and adapt to these new feelings? Will he be strong enough to come out and claim him? <laughs> or will he simply just get rid? <laughs> will Stu be defined in defence? Or will he allow himself to concede? You know, I, I did read that comment, but I didn't, I didn't read the, uh, the undertone That's of beautiful. it. beautiful. Yeah. Would you read that, Thea? Would you read Sweeper Keeper? Is that one for you on, on the beat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get my, get my Kindle. Yeah, <laughs> nice close up, George, on the, uh, him when he went. <laughs> right, opening question time. I've got one, and it comes from um, Stephen Gerrard's book, which I slowly sort of chip away at. Is this the new version since, since the title collapse? Because he did a yes, version yes, yes. several years before that. Year. Oh, yeah, you, you've read that. I read that one, but I've since read his kind of the adapted chapters where he goes to shit. Right. So he, yeah, this is the this is the new one. So he's talking about losing the title, and but he also so he talks about that game, that game against Chelsea, mm-hmm. and he he talks about the fact that in two thousand and five he was this close to going to Chelsea, and in the years after that he was always thinking about what did he make the right call? Yeah. Did he make the right call leaving Liverpool to go to Chelsea, and in that period of time. I think Chelsea had won 10 trophies to his two. Mm-hmm. He'd won a yeah. League Cup and an FA Cup. And so that's something that he's then had to deal with after losing the Premier League title, which he explains in the book that he wanted it too much. Mm. So it made me think, would you rather be a legend at a club and win nothing in your career or you win the lot but you get no adulation. You basically go off into the sunset and you You're get, basically... You never go... You won't get a free ticket back in. No one will remember you. You're basically a nobody, but you well, get... So you're, you're, what's the picket? You're Alan Shearer at Newcastle or pick a random Man United squad player from the treble year. Yeah, you're like... Ronnie Johnson. You're like... You're like... Um, Jow, like Bebeto, but he's living in Estonia. <laughs> so he's won the lot. That's easy. I, I, I think you'd be the... You'd be the club legend, I would. Why? I just think it. it, it Why is it that important? Is it more important that you've achieved than you've, mm. than your love? For me, Shearer, yeah, he's not one low way doing anything. Newcastle, but he he achieved a lot at Newcastle. I think that will mean more to him deep down. I, I do truly think that will mean more to him. And you, you can, it's all it's easy to say in hindsight. Well, Shearer won nothing, but if he if he even won a League Cup at Newcastle, that would have meant more. Than winning a trophy of another club that meant nothing. Well, according to uh, Michael Owen, which we'll, we'll discuss <laughs> very soon, um, yeah. he, was, he wanted to get out. Anyway, we'll get on to that in a second. Uh, mm. What do you think? Legend easy or. Option for me. Easy do you think it's easy? Yeah. Is it that easy? Yeah. You go for legend, yeah? Yeah, I go for club legend, yeah. 
So you, you'd rather I think Chelsea I, I, and Winston with Chelsea than I think about I think about Bolton in the back of the Prem. If I was like a club legend for Bolton in, the, in our Prem years, or be someone unknown, like like we said, I'd pick Bolton any day. Yeah. Be a club legend. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I agree as well. I, I'm fascinated to know if anyone, if anyone would pick the other way. Yeah. If anyone would be that ruthless and go, look, football's... Because the thing that comes with it as well, remember, you, you win the league. You get those moments as well. Mm-hmm. So you get to win the World Cup. You just don't get, you just don't get that adulation 20 years down the line. But you win the World it'd Cup. Be, it'd be a harder question if we were actually in that position. And you're actually there, and you're winning. Yeah, but you're not winning anything. You're not winning anything at your club, and there's that opportunity to go somewhere where you could. Right. Right from well, here. No, but that's what I'm asking. From, <laughs> I know, but from here, it's just, it seems so easy just to say, "Oh yeah, club legend." And I feel like I've gone down that. I I think because that that is a big part of it. If to win the FA Cup, to have that glory on that day, mm. to win the World Cup, and maybe you go to different clubs and you do it. That makes it a lot more even to me if you mm. think about that element of it. And then there's just like being. Who's the Stoke or a Bolton player that was there for years and years but didn't win anything? Kevin Davis. There you go. Like, Any squad of the last seven years. <laughs> yes, yeah, sorry. But yeah, uh, I, think it's, I think it's closer than you think. I, I, it's tough. I think it's really tough. Prop, yeah, maybe, but I, I just it, it mean more. It means so much more. Just to win a promotion. As a Stoke player, would mean more than winning any trophy for Man United. What, oh, about, what about if it's not so for you two, your players, right? Mm-hmm. It's not for Stoke and it's not for Bolton. You're playing for Bolton. You're playing for Stoke. That's Theo and Craig if you're listening to the podcast on iTunes. Just search Great Touch. Really. Uh, well, nice to say in principle, it's not Stoke, so it doesn't make a difference. Are you trying to like lower lower the bar from? No, like, you, so you, you could be a club legend at Bolton. Or you go I'd around. take, I'd take oh, Club no, no. Legend at Stoke You'd still take Club yeah. Legend? Yeah. Wow Fascinating Yeah You were you, you turning well, there No no If it's not Stoke I don't, I've don't. i vaguely lost track of your question If it's not Stoke I'm not bothered I, I, I'll, The Stoke option <laughs> what, what, what about Because um, there's a lot of players so. But listen There's players like Gerard, who's And Carragher Who are pictured Growing up in Everton shirts And then They obviously went through Liverpool Academy And did it all they didn't change. I think when you're there, I, if I was if I was a Bolton fan and went to Stoke from a young age and became a club legend, I think that's I'd still take that over going get loads of trophies. I really struggle with it. I really? Mean, yeah, because I think you want to go and win things. That's what. That's why you be a professional. Um, you also want respect. But if it's QPR, see that's there's three things. Yeah. There's, there's any other club. I don't think I'm. I'd be, I, if, so there's QPR. I'd be a legend. But if it's any, if it's Bolton or Stoke, I'll go. Nah, I'll just go around and win everything. And then yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be my club or else the questions. Yeah. Uh, let us know what you think in the comments below. As I said uh, just a second ago, uh, check us out on iTunes as well if you want to support the podcast. We very much appreciate it. Um, also, just a quick plug: uh, we'll be doing a tier list this week, and it's Premier League captains. So make sure you uh, subscribe to the channel so that you don't miss that. Uh, right, let's talk about Shearer and Owen then. Um, so they're pissed off at each other basically um, it, so Michael Owen's got a new book uh, he's on the plug isn't he and he's on the plug and this, this is, is kind perfect. of what happens this is jackpot for him this is in the lead up to like an England game as well which is I think is, there's a sort of sadness about that but mm. how do you feel about two great England strikers having a bit of beef I think it's a shame they've aired it on social media 
Yeah. A massive shame. They, they could have done this over text or call if they were that arse. I just think, for me, it, it screams that Owen's doing it for the publicity of his book. Whether he intended to or not, that's how it's coming out now. And it just looks, it just looks a bit sad and pathetic, really. If, but I don't think it was his choice. I bet it was people around him who were like, yeah, let's do that. Probably. Well, Fuel he, something. Get the numbers up. He's literally come out and, and tweeted since saying something like, I, di- I didn't want my book book to be publicised in this way. It's always going to say that. Yeah, exactly. That's the most open, did you? But that's, by my definition, book. your book is serialised. Yeah. And by de- and you people know the game of an autobiography. You want to hear stuff. You want to hear gripes. You want to hear true feelings on things. And it's ex- those exact bits that will be pinpointed and serialised and put out there to help you sell the book. I know, so yeah. my point is, you've got to go back to the root of it. So whatever you say, you've got to be able to stand by. And so it says here, this is a bit from it. I should have followed my gut instincts. I didn't want to go there. to went Newcastle, obviously. My heart was set on a return to Liverpool today. Um, and the 39-year-old former England captain who also claimed Newcastle were only a big club in the sense that it has a lot of fans and a big stadium. Yeah, but doesn't that make a big club? Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I read that and thought the same. Yeah. Newcastle are a big club. Yeah. Yeah, they're a huge club. But, but so are uh, Sunderland. And yeah. League One. I mean, yeah, and yeah, and I, the big club thing, it's, it makes me want to vomit. Why? Well, I love the big club thing because I love it. Yeah, love it. but it's like it's it's whatever you want to zone in on. Do you zone in on on trophies, or do you zone in on money, or do you zone in? Well, on this is it. Or whatever. It's changed, but there's a tier list right there. <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing that. Oh, I'm not yeah. doing I love that, that one. I, no, I do that all the time on Twitter. I'm not Get doing that. Stick for it, did it. So Oh, fun. you did it. Pissed me off actually. Yeah. He did. You did a tweet and you went. You're doing that thing. Everyone, yeah. pet hate. Early pet hate. Yeah. Anyone doing that tweet? You, Theo. Yeah. That thing of going. If you support, then I then you're then you're then I like. Was it? What did you say? Then you're a football fan. No, you're a proper football fan. Was this the tweet we used to the founding member of the league one? No, that was that was Liam Vizzer. I love that song. that was great. I love the league. Stoke Bolton. Yeah, Tim Potter. Yeah, you are Tim Potter. Yeah. No, but there was. I've done. I've done loads of tweets on that. But I'm sure if I had QPR on there, it'd be a different story. No, I, I think I'd it still would. be like, no, retweet it. I'm too old for that shit. I'd just be like, then why do you have? Why does it annoy you when you're not on there? Because it's pathetic. <laughs> if I'm honest, if I'm honest, I love it. I, 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 it is a little I, I like you know what you're doing. True. Yeah, you exactly. Know what you're doing. <laughs> it's Twitter. Do you know what? It's exactly, Twitter. exactly. It's Twitter. And actually, with yeah. this thing, um, Elliot Hackney did a great tweet about um, Henry Winter going. This is such a sad thing for blah blah blah. And Elliot's going, Twitter's not for you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe Twitter's not for me. Yeah. But yeah, that is a quick pet hate of mine. But yeah, back back to that. So the, the beef comes from, um, sorry for saying beef, um, three times. Uh, the argument comes from uh, when Shearer's manager and Owen was injured in the lead up to those last few games, and Shearer's trying to save them from uh, going down, and uh, he was like a week away from fitness. Yeah, and he said to Shearer, "Like I'm not fit, but like if you want to, yeah." And that I think there's, this is where there's a like miscommunication, and th- this is when you then drill into the character of these two people because you go, "Who's telling the truth here when it comes to the injury thing?" Because another pet hate of mine is, I remember I remember seeing Kieran Dyer came to QPR, yep, and he played first game of the season. He would had a horrible time at West Ham. Came to the first game of the season, ten minutes in, I think maybe less did his metatarsal 
and like people in the crowd are like groaning oh god 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 and like the, the sort of um, the spin on injured players that they don't care mm, or like agree, they're not yeah. taking care of themselves or whatever I do agree it's sometimes true though <laughs> is it I've had a story about Daniel Sturridge who was meant to be recovering from injury and he was just on the lash in, in the USA I, someone saw him on a night out it depends on the players I, I, I think we've all probably seen the Michael Owen video where he talks about his injury woes towards the end of his career and I, I believe every word he said I think he, he, his body was failing him and he was gutted so this is what yeah. I want to talk to you about this as well as a Stoke fan who saw a Michael Owen not at his peak no was it <laughs> at the, at the end <laughs> yeah. what did you see what did you we see we didn't see him we right. didn't honestly I must have watched him live for Stoke 90 to 120 minutes at most um, absolutely most he scored one goal for us he just did not feature at all I saw him play right midfield once in the cup away at Crystal Palace I think that's the only start I saw him so I've got no comments and he still had it or? oh he was zippy mm. yeah he was great yeah. he was great but again, but again yeah. like, I'm, I'm doing it now I, I'm digging him out for being injured or being injury prone I guess then there's the balance between you trying to so these are things that Newcastle fans don't like for one he's dry as fuck two he earned too much money three he got injured mm-hmm. and now four he's digging him out so, so there is I think there's there's, there's um, it's justifiable for Newcastle fans to get annoyed with him but I also think that I bet you every Newcastle if you're a Newcastle fan watching this and you're that bothered about him saying that it was a downward step which it was Real Madrid to Newcastle yeah, I mean, come on. no Newcastle fan is getting annoyed about that they're just getting annoyed about I think some of them are him taking the money off. basically yeah I think it's going to piss them off though saying that but, it's, but I, that's just like that's moronic if you think yeah, Any, name, name a club where you're going from Real Madrid uh, there's probably like it's probably Barcelona and that's it mm. them two are the tip top I'd say yeah so, and then I'd have like historically United and Liverpool up there as well yeah. and QPR yeah and, and <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so do you think Shearer Shearer then obviously comes out and goes you know he's done the tweet that's kind of kicked it off and made it get played out on social media um do you, what do you think about Alan Shearer in this situation? He's again, uh, oh, he's defending his club, and I yeah. I appreciate where his emotions be coming from, and but for that reason alone, I, I dare say back Shearer because he cares a lot about this club. He loves Newcastle, and it's deeper than that, though, isn't it? Because they, they it has to be because you, you have that. Like, that. Like, you know this. Yeah, you, I have it sometimes. There's things where people, you see people say stuff on Twitter, and you go. And you leave it. Yeah. Shit, 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 there's no, there's no, it's not true. worth the juice. Isn't worth the squeeze. Yeah. You should have wrong him. I mean, at the end of the day, Owen's writing autobiography. A lot of what he's saying about the Newcastle situation is probably true. He probably did want to go to Newcastle. They are a step down from Real Madrid. If you're going to get offered 120 grand a week, who says no? You just do it. You go. Yeah. But it is still a bit of swill to a pill to swallow for Newcastle fans because he. It was just a washout. Yeah. It probably was the start of their, not saying it's all his fault, but it was certainly the start of their decline onto relegation, I'd say. Yeah. I mean, well, they, they got, started yeah. the ball rolling on that one. And well, took he a, got relegated with them. Exactly. It took them a long, long, long time to recover. The other thing that makes long me kind time. of want to, that's why I want to kind of read between the lines with it a little bit, is that I think a big thing as well is Michael Owen isn't likeable. What do you want from him? One isn't, well, I, I think, my, my point is, is that. 
I don't I don't overly like Michael Owen I, don't, I imagine he's not that nice a bloke we've all seen the Neville Southall video <laughs> where there's the, the kid's 13 and he's just putting oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> with bowling so, on it so he's got I'm that certain. in him do you know what I mean so yeah. he's probably but centre forwards are generally like that mm-hmm. the best centre forwards are self-indulgent well done he's 13 and my point is is that has he actually has he actually done anything wrong Michael Owen in the book in what, what he, he says, says here what he says now is stupid so, but in the book but he's I, really, what, so by that you're saying sorry uh, not sorry Michael Owen. planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I came back to Shearer's tweet saying, not sure you're as loyal to Newcastle as you make out mate I distinctly remember you being inches away from signing for Liverpool after Sir Bobby Robson put you on the bench you tried everything to get out because he's trying to relight the fire well no he, he's annoyed that he's been uh, like, uh, yeah, yes too. exactly but, but what he should have done is what you and me done you go hmm alright let him have his thoughts but don't reply yeah or someone but so, no I think I think they're both as bad as each other because they Shearer needs to pick up the phone and go I think you know you shouldn't have done all this stuff but it's obviously a deep-rooted... Like, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's, both, it's both like kids on Twitter. Yeah. Just, just grow up, grow up honestly. Completely Don't yeah. argue with it. Someone you know in person probably got the phone number on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? If me and you fell out and had a round, we wouldn't do it over Twitter because we're adults. <laughs> We'd ring each other and go, well, what were you playing at? Don't do that. Yeah. So it, and did they have text messages after, though, didn't they? Didn't they uh, confront did, each other on text yeah. after? But it just makes me wonder why couldn't they go there? If they have each other's number, why don't they go from the start? That's it. That's exactly. exactly. That's exactly. your point. That's exactly. It's seeking media. And I yeah. think deep, deep down, Owen knows the publicity this will be generated for his book. He knows that deep down, even if that wasn't his original purpose of doing it. And it's, yeah. he's, I want the book. Now. I think that's I that's, that's, a, yeah, that's a fair. <laughs> you know, that's a fair accusation because, like I said, I don't think the amount of abuse he gets, and he's fine. I don't think. I think I'm probably giving it would be a fair assumption said I'm giving him too much credit mm-hmm. to think that he's not going big on this to sell book. do you think he cares that he gets a stick for this Michael probably not 
because I think that's his personality yeah but yeah I was just intrigued to know if you thought that he'd actually done that much wrong I I think yeah from opening up in the book there's nothing wrong with that and yeah people are allowed to like I think it's I think it's when you're talking about the size of a club and not wanting to go yeah, to a club. Yeah. People are sensitive. Playground people are sensitive. It is playground. playground. It's two. It's show fifty eight. Two forty something year old man arguing on Twitter. About yeah. The size Do you know what? Yeah. Last thing I say about as well is there's there's another way of writing that actually. You can go. I made a bad decision here. I wasn't right for me to yeah. go there and take that money. I wasn't fit and I, I regret it. And he could have easily gone. I regret it. Not for me. But for letting down the fact, and people go, oh right, yeah, yeah true. Yeah. Could have done, could have done but, that. but but I mean, he's got that in him. Yeah, and what Who do knows? the uh, what do the people that look that check the sales of the books say? You know what I mean? Well, they're yeah. loving it. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, before we do our uh, quick review after the season is a month old, um, football turn-ons. Uh, if you know, you know. I'm just going to read this out. Astro five. As flies to wanton boys, we are for the gods. They kill us for their sport. Soon the science will not only be able to slow down the ageing of the cells, soon the science will fix the cells to the state, and so we will become eternal. Only accidents, crimes, wars will still kill us, but unfortunately, crimes, wars will multiply. I love football. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking loved that so much. And then, why is he wearing the hat? Why is he... Oh, Cantona, I love you so much. He's <laughs> such a troll. He wanted that whole room to fill. Like, I, I like the idea that he's got him in the mindset that he's just going to troll him, as opposed to he believes any of that. When I say believes it, it's... It's Shakespeare. It is what it is, yeah. That he, he has... It? No. I, I basically got that video and said... Um, when you uh, when you go into English and you haven't done your creative writing homework, so you come up on the spot. <laughs> you got to say after. Yeah, the you say it yeah. in the front of the class. That's how I see it. He's, That's it, literally how I see totally it. Totally trolling. And yeah. he's done this before. Like he wrote this this book of art. Oh yeah, amazing. We did it on a pod years ago. We need to get that out again. That was yeah. really genius. Um, football Samism of the week. Uh, that's when people get a phrase wrong. Thank you to a 19mk97 who tweeted me and then put this in the comments because I asked him to. So well done. Oh no, sorry, sorry, Matt Lesnar did that uh, this is one from last week I'm not sure if I said this did I say this Charlie Nicholas said on Soccer Saturday you've got to grab the ball by the china shop mm. did yeah. I say that last no you didn't okay. what do you mean by that I don't know <laughs> so, so sorry a Samism is um, based upon Sam Peoples from United People's TV the uh, Man United channel and he has a, a problem with phrases he'll find two phrases and then just sort of crash them into uh. each other so it's become a thing that when right. people hear them they do it so uh, this one uh, last weekend <laughs> Rio Ferdinand after Southampton game said this uh, they had this team by the scruff of the throat <laughs> nice I actually I watched a video on um, it was I, was I was looking for videos on the uh, the nine signings that Bolton made yep and uh, an Ipswich fan was doing a video and he said that um, Bolton had survived by the by the crunch of their teeth <laughs> I watched that I know that Ipswich Town vlogger <laughs> I don't know what his name is yeah you made a video on it yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But he knew nothing about the place. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, another uh, here's a football talent for me actually. Um, and I heard it. I heard it watching the uh, Arsenal Spurs game, and the game finished a draw. Both teams kind of felt like they they sort of won and lost. I think. Yeah. And um, the music. I can't remember what the song was, but what it reminded me of is, and I don't know if other football fans have this, but certainly we have it at QPR. The song that they, the final whistle song. Is dependent on the on the result of yeah, the game. We have that. We have that. Yeah, I love it that we have um, um, 
Hi ho, silver. What's it got? Hi ho, silver. Yeah. So we have that if we win. Yeah. And I think it's like Bruno Mars or something if we draw. But I just love the thought. That yeah. Like, they go. Hang on. We're all going to sort of like there's like a DJ waiting to drop yeah, yeah. the right yeah, yeah, track. Yeah. <laughs> and the result. Um, did you have a football turn on? Uh, one that comes to mind. I think it's already probably been already said, but when you when you're, when you're at a game and. You, your lad's 30 yards out one of your players 30 yards out you scream shoot he shoots he scores he bangs one in very <laughs> very rarely happens that yeah way. especially at Bolton but in the past I've done it where Zach Clough's just cut in I scream shoot he scores cheeky um, cheeky add on to that one when someone has one good shot like a defensive midfielder has one good shot from 30 yards out or scores a goal from 20 yeah. yards out and then for the rest of the season every time they get the ball and get near the goal everyone just uh, all the fans shoot. just go shoot Matic ironically last game for Chelsea and all that oh yeah what yeah. a good Spurs that was mine uh, right uh, let's go through the leagues uh, Theo you are a League 1 fan I and am. that stings a little bit yeah um, but let's talk about League 1 for a, okay. for a second uh, we've, got to st- we've got to start with Bowen um, <laughs> wow yeah. a week ago we were sat here doing this podcast I mean, like mortified with the Berry situation. Yeah. And Bolton were on the cusp. Right? So, I mean, it, it seems often, we're, we're, you know, clubs on the verge of going out of business. I'm, I'm guilty of this, I know it'd be fine. We had this all the time. Yeah. Like Berry actually went, obviously. How, realistically, how close were Bolton to going? I don't know, because all we see is the statements. As fans, we just see the statements, and the statement I saw was this club could disappear in the next 24 hours like surely this deal that was in place must have been set up several weeks and months ago it, didn't it was happen. yeah no yeah but we and didn't know it was know. quite stable now you mentioned it was quite stable people on the back in the, in the background too thing is so, we wait. so yeah can you trust these owners football venture yes yeah why because um, a lot of them are local born businessmen um, it's run by a woman who I trust um, they've, they've got money they've approved funds of 40 million They've written off debt. Um, I'm very hopeful that they can keep fina- keep us financially stable for the future. Keep getting investors in if they don't have enough. I'm I'm very hopeful. You know, we signed nine players on one day, and there are some good players in that list. Do you know what I found amazing? People got annoyed at that. Yes, <laughs> it was so funny. No, but it, it's it was Twitter, isn't it? It's Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? People having digs. People actually got pissed off that we were like a Man City, like just buying the league. <laughs> we hadn't spent a penny it was all free free transfers and loans yeah. I'll tell you where justifiable um, frustration from the Bolton thing is those clubs that have already played and to be blunt battered Bolton the clubs that haven't gone well, hold on you played their youth team we've got to play these well, yeah, so this decent 11 that, that is true Joey, uh, Joey Barton and uh, one of the Colney brothers uh, Lincoln City manager um, they're flying the second one yeah. I was going to mention that yeah, yeah. They, um, they were saying that the integrity of League One is a bit of a mess a bit skewed isn't it definitely yeah. definitely I think um, it's actually the teams like Ipswich Town who played us played you know, basically played a full team of 17 18 year olds got three wins they beat us 5-0 it wasn't hard mm. you know you're playing kids they've got a, still a pretty decent experienced team the teams that played us with an academy squad have got three three points the teams that are going to play us soon don't mm. so it's just a bit of a mess how that it is harsh. So what were they, yeah. and, and watching those games, was it was it surreal watching children basically? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Difference was how good were they? There were glimpses, the glimpses of quality. They could withstand it for forty five minutes. The second forty five minutes, they got tired, and the level of strength 
they're not big lads they're all yeah. 17, 18 the only big lad is Katazuma's little brother Yohan Zuma who's our centre half and he's going to go very he's going right to the top yeah. but giving these kids a chance we've actually realised that we've got some kids in our youth who for a start could be in our senior team now good enough and second of all will definitely go on to go to the top level because they've been given publicity like one, <laughs> one imagine yeah, like, it's crazy. like a midweek game and they're just second half they just getting sleepy yeah. <laughs> they have a cup of tea at half time yeah. the milk gets to them it's, it's weird because watching them play we always lose like 5 nil. we lost 5 nil three times in a row and um, watching them play is like I went Tramier away we lost 5 nil. Gillingham away we lost 5 nil. both those games it's like when they, when they do a misplaced pass yeah. or when they um, do something stupid lose the ball Usually, Bolton fans with the seniors dig into them, swear at them, have a go. But because they're kids, they're just like, You're untouchable. Fight for it back, go for it. You know, there's everyone's like, looking at it. Yeah, it's like, Yeah, no, it really is. In the away end, there was no one, and we'd lose 5 0 every single time. Every fan would stay, yeah. clap them off. Is that, was that in such a dire situation? Is that a kind of new spin on as someone who's been to. God, you must, I wonder if you kept a, a kind of tally of this, and the amount of games that you've been to in the last four years. Is that like a new spin on supporting a football team? It is. That you've not seen before? I've mm. never seen us play an academy team before. Like, it's weird. But your feeling and your feelings towards that team, I'm guessing. We're very close with them. Yeah. We'll lose 5 0, and the kids will go on social media saying, really enjoyed it, fans were brilliant. <laughs> because to them, true. yeah, and you're. you're, you're That's so, I, all the players, yeah, all the, they're all my age, yeah, which is mad to think. Yeah. And I'll message them on Instagram, they will all reply. They will all be like, thanks for the support. They, they, well, I realised one of the players, I'm not going to say which one, they've got um, a little thing in notes that they made and they paste it to every single fan. Every single fan to say, thanks for the support, thank you very much. Because like, they all send nice messages in DMs. Yeah, they reply to every single one. Wow. It's just so nice. Who yeah. was the youngest player out there who, who was like. So we had like someone, we had, I think we had a 16 year old player. Yeah. Don't you don't have to name names because it's maybe a bit brutal. But w- w- was there any? N- not because they're not going to be good players, just because they're young. But were there any players that you clearly thought mm, you are a bit out of your depth? Here? Yes. You don't have to name oh yeah, players. a lot of them were. But it's some expected, of them, of course, some, yeah, like, you know, some of them had glimpses where they're like, "You're good enough to play at this mm. level." Dennis yeah. Politich, yesterday against Bradford, run the show, loads of skills, scored a goal. I don't know if you saw his goal on Sky, mm-hmm. unreal. Um, and a couple other players are good enough to play League One now and that's because they've got experience from playing these games that's what could be fascinating about yeah. the next few years is you've got is you're going to have to still play some of these guys because you've got nine people through the door Daryl Murphy's one yeah, isn't he he Brick, is uh, but, but some good good you know players, like? but it's only nine yeah. it's still not enough yeah really. but we've got we've, we've signed a few players before that and we also have free agents to sign like we, we've oh, got Jack Hobbs we've yes, got this other guy called James Ware from Hull before mm. and a couple other signings but it, yeah. the, I guess the underlying thing is so f- actually the underlying thing is that you've got a manager now who's like a Bolton guy yeah it's amazing he's it's absolutely the lucky so pleased to be there oh. you've got you've got these young kids who like care about it you've got yeah. some other guys who I think will get excited about the project of that whole thing that's why they and you've got yeah. a bit of <laughs> And you've got a bit of money now. It's the insane. buzz around. So it's in two week weeks' ago, time, yeah. Finished. In two weeks' time, we've got Rotherham away, and I swear to God, the amount of Bolton fans I've seen on Twitter saying that this could come sooner. Yeah. It's unreal. I, ca- I I cannot wait to be in that way and do the Bolton. It fans. must feel amazing now that your club. Yeah. Was, imagine that your club's almost gone. Two weeks later, it's it's been reborn, so to speak, given life. Mm. To go that first game post being on the brink of extinction must be phenomenal yeah definitely get that. and so uh, excited. You know, this pause is even better for us because it gives two weeks for the players to train and get to know each other yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah do some icebreakers it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's mad though yeah do you 
I think we'll be like an Ajax. Leave you in a place where you're like, I have a real like. If you didn't before, but it just makes it a lot more obvious that you have a general understanding. Of, you just need a play. You just need a club. I reckon. I, I think that happens. That the older you get, the more seasons go by. Mm. You get so upset or so delighted with stuff, and then the next next August or whatever it is, well, it's always August. You, you go again and you still have the same excitement regardless mm, yeah, the yeah. most That's, important thing is having your team yeah and exactly so yeah. I think it's amazing it is incredible how it can, can turn around but it's all you know you've seen both sides of the coin then with, with Barry on the other side of it it's really it's put things incredible. in perspective for me the, the, the Barry Bolton situation because Stoke are in shock at the moment but as bad as it is at the moment for Stoke in a footballing sense I have really reverted to the, the point of they, they exist we've got a stupidly wealthy owner yeah. stable financially we're going nowhere in, in a berry sense mm. yeah. could be worse yeah. oh, it and, so and it's going backwards on the pitch but it, it could be worse and but it makes honest, me thankful they exist yeah but your situation is quite depressing the fact that you're spending well, yeah. money but you're not getting anything back well, yeah, let, let's just finish off league one we'll yeah, true, the championship. Course, so, yeah. final question Bolton uh, minus 11 can you go up can you yeah. no, 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 no we can't do you, up. Do you can't expect to stay up I don't expect to stay up no. We've signed nine guys. That's it. Like, yeah. like you were saying, but it gives us a good shout to survive. Yeah, we've got thirty-nine games left. We've got two weeks of training without game because of international break, which has come at the perfect time. Mm. It's the place to get to know each other. We have a team that you must have get if, a few other guys through the door as well. Yeah, true on free agents and mm. stuff in the next couple of weeks. But if we if we start on zero points, I'd say we can push for playoffs. So I don't see why now with minus eleven we can't survive in the league. I mean, but I don't expect it. What do you need? You need like 70 odd points, don't you? Yeah. I have, there's no chance of that for me. You're 20. No, no, no. I said if we start on zero points. No. I, I think. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think even with that, I don't think. This, that, I would imagine there's nine players still probably. You're asking a lot. When you've got a lot of decent clubs. If we made a few more free agents and yeah. stuff. I think you'll stay. Anyway. Yeah, hopefully. It will be a Basically, really mate. enjoyable. Um, like sort of series seeing if we can stay up or not don't know why Netflix haven't come for us yet yeah yeah I do, every every EFL club is like making eyes because it, yeah. it's has something been bought yeah. have I heard that right or yeah. someone's looking uh, I don't know have they, have they actually What's been this? bought Sunderland Sunderland uh, yeah I think so it's the Americans isn't it yeah I yeah. thought it was pretty much done the Americans yeah all of them you only know them by the national you don't want Americans you do not want Americans <laughs> do you know they try and make a profit Good point, but they Liverpool say, them, yeah. American, aren't they? Did I? But don't don't they don't their fans hate them? How so can they? Let's know in the comments below. Uh, I saw it on Twitter. I see a lot of things on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. things. <laughs> um, so the three clubs I wanted to kind of focus on. Well, actually, we just, Stoke City, City. We seem to have a little segment on it each week because it's just been so bad. But I think they those two teams down the bottom shows shows how how much the intangibles are a part of uh, the championship too right that, that being the key word speaking before Huntsville Stoke our squad on, I, mean, I feel like I've been doing this for about a year this, <laughs> this, this bit now our squad on paper keep scores we've got money we've got stable owners I, I'm as I mean as a fan you generally experience most scenarios with your club you know when you're performing well you get a vibe the fit. This is the most baffled I've been by everything. I, I've got to the point now where I just I don't know anymore. I don't know if it's the managers, the players, the structure behind the scenes. There's I, a lot of I individual areas though that will go like that's not going to stay that way. Yeah, but our players are good enough, and I say that with confidence. And I was saying to Theo before, my base explanation now is there's that much negativity in, in the with the squad. Every game we go into, we're that nervous. The players are. We lose or draw or throw away a lead. 
that increases the nerves it goes again yeah. and we are just in this cycle and we just can't get out of it Bolton are being in that cycle before and it's we, horrible we, we might go down we, we shouldn't we, we might go down the fact, but I don't but think it might it's be... the lack of quality I think it's that the club is infected with negativity everything around the squad is right. just nervous you can see it at home game where when Stoke play it's the ball in midfield they shit themselves yeah. it's something yes. I've noticed a lot with the um, with the Premier League show the FBL FYI show there's this, this recency bias This like when you win you're like oh everything's going to be great yeah. but if you keep losing yeah. it's deeper and deeper and deeper That's isn't true. it it's amazing um, like you will be cast. all the players are cast they feel that way that's yeah, how they yeah, feel yeah, yeah. I mean look at Jack Butler wasn't he linked with Arsenal like a year oh ago? he was he was 18 months two years ago he was valued at Stoke and rightly so 30 to 35 million you look what Pickford went for to Everton yeah. now we do very well to get 10 oh you wouldn't get that now I know, after his well. recent pff, recent highlights some of the saves he should have made Gosh, yeah. There we go. That's Stoke. Um, but we exist. The other three yeah. <laughs> teams I wanted to talk to. Well, first of all, actually, someone did ask on Twitter about um, QPR. I'm really, really enjoying watching us play. Mm-hmm. We're making um, mistakes at the back and uh, giving away too many penalties. That's that's a problem. But some of the football we're playing, it's a nice. It's so nice, and we're playing. We finished the game against Wigan, um, playing three centre backs, and basically. Hugo up front who's just this like battering round is he good? he's not Premier League no. at all no he's but not but yeah. basically we play him and then we've got uh, Abire Eze who's just a joy to oh he's so good yeah. and who's also just very exciting but kind of going under the radar and hopefully will do for a while uh, in his chair is this other guy and oh, we're playing yeah. his two he's got a lot of screamers last season for Steve yeah. and, and he's those two are playing like um, attacking midfield and then we were playing we changed it to having three at the back and we were a lot more solid there and uh, the passing players who are comfortable getting the ball in these tight little areas and also that thing that you were saying about Bolton that we've got some of these kids were going as football fans QPR fans we're looking at them and we're going I know they're trying and I kind of know they're young so I want to give them a chance and it's really attractive what we're seeing Yeah. and the recency bias means that I'm like we could do something here. Yeah. I think ultimately we probably won't. But Warburton has had a cracking start for me. Seriously? Yeah. Very, like for us to be eighth, I'm amazed. That all Warburton that said, was at Brentford, no? Yeah. Warburton at Brentford, yes. Yeah. And I know, well, my dad plays Thursday Night Football with the owner, and people always really upset that uh, he got kicked out from the owner. Mm. But it was just something, I think it was a problem between the owner and him, but he is a good manager. It was a kicked out for you. He went, it was, it was sort of a pieing, mutual right. pieing. So he, ways. yeah, the owner didn't want him and he sort of just well, the only one in to make more signings and he didn't want to do it um, but one thing I say about QPR is and I think that's the same for a few teams is like teams down the bottom Stoke City we've played Huddersfield we've played Wigan we've played yeah so we haven't played many of but these maybe, top teams the maybe. only top team we've played is Swansea City who are at the top of the table at the moment and how did you do you lost, did you? They they had a they had a twenty yeah we lost so three one but we were we were great and they were they. They were the Swansea of last year where they passed the ball yeah. really well, they but really they won't. I can't see them staying up there. I'd be very surprised if Swansea stay up there. Everyone, That's true, yeah. Everyone keeps drawing these comparisons with Stoke and Swansea. Look what they're doing compared to us, just wait. I'm not saying yeah, we're yeah. going to go. That is, yeah, and, and that's, that's the perfect word when it comes to championship. You should go, just wait. Yeah. It's mad won. It's mad how Swansea lost Daniel James and they're playing like this. Squ- I think their squad's kind of thin as well. And McBurney as well. Yeah. They lost them too. And they. 
I mean, they're playing lovely football. I watched their ball and they smashed us, and I never thought they would because they're making these players, these young players, look incredible. And fair yeah. play to them. They're, they're so well drilled in terms of that massive yeah. way of playing yeah. that it's good for them. But I wait. Yeah. I just find it so difficult. To, ruin the, the, the segment here, but I find it so difficult to judge a league now. Well, to, okay. Well, just judge me on these last two then. So, because okay. you've seen both of them play recently, Charlton Athletic and Leeds Whoa. United. Charlton are up there. They were Charlton in every single game. I feel we should be and didn't, it wasn't everyone saying that Charlton's going to go down. Yeah, I think we, uh, we, we I had them just surviving, but down there. Charlton, when Stoke played, I went to the Valley to watch Stoke Charlton. They weren't that good. I thought we were poor. Oh, really? Leeds comfortably beat us and looked very Did they? classy. Did they, yeah? Very classy. I think they this is What did you say? I so really to judge. I mean, I would have said yes a week ago, but then they lost to us randomly in the cup. And then lost. lost to Oaks. Swansea, you're up there, I suppose. But, um, that game was a bit of a freak show. Leeds should have, like, I mean, if you watch the highlights on another day, like, it's like when Cluj beat Celtic. It was one time in 20 that's going to happen. And I think that's how, how it was with Leeds Swansea. Yeah, on yeah, another day, 10 other days, Leeds would have we, won that 2 3 now. As I say, like, they had three chances pretty much against us and, and really? beat 3 1. Yeah. It's so going to come down to Leeds' mentality. Yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll, will these defeats knock them? I think the next game is so important for Leeds, they've got to get back going. For quickly. sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and well done Preston North End they're doing well I like Preston North End yeah. they do uh, and then uh, Premier League uh, briefly because there's a lot of stuff in the Premier League so we don't need to go into it too much um, you can find other people to do that it's a big headline um, the big headline for me Crystal Palace wait just wait <laughs> do you know what I mean true I don't. I think they'll, they'll drop but that's look at said, their defence look at Roy- Crystal Palace's defence yeah oh my. that's it they've had quite nice games I would say Roy Hodgson you, can, you said it can't discount him. He's, he's, he's just really, so solid as a manager. He's a legend. Yeah. Sheffield United probably a surprise for me. Yeah. And and what I, looking at the table, everyone's kind of been, everyone's quite positive about Wolves and Norwich, and they're both. They've yeah. Only got three points. Okay. Can we can we talk about the teams that Norwich played? Like. That's true. Yeah. I think Wolves and also they'll turn it around. I reckon Wolves. They, they drew a lot of their games, didn't they? Wolves. They drew, drew yeah, they drew apart from the Everton one. one. Okay, yeah, so. and they've had yeah, they've had uh, Leicester, they've had uh, Man United, they've had Everton. Yeah, so quite a tricky game. I know Villa have only got three points, but they look exciting as well. Yeah, I totally find is four games. Instead. Yeah, Watford are the one that I'm properly yeah, scared of. They're jumping on that, aren't they? I totally find funny is Man United. Every time they don't win, you just feel pressure. Just just crank up a slightly against Solskjaer. Yeah, and and just tell it. Because yeah. you think if you like wiped away all the all the narrative. You, Solskjaer and Lampard there's a lot of similarities there yeah. yeah, and everyone's going you've got to give Lampard time you've got to give Lampard time but it's just because he's a bit earlier yeah, yeah, yeah he's down the line and yeah. now if he starts to have that do you remember Ollie's end of the season mm. yeah. if Frank Lampard has that sort of I want to see obviously. what the Chelsea fans say in that I'm yeah. really keen to test this because obviously Erwin um, who's usually here he, he said that he was very kind of open in the same sense that Lampard could finish as low as I forget that he's mid tenth or something. I'd be very intrigued to test the true realities of what Chelsea fans do. They really I'd think that if you finish tenth, are you going to be behind Lampard still, or is that just? I reckon they will. Bravado at the start of the season. I reckon a lot of the time, but when they ended tenth with Conte, it would be worse because he, Frank Lampard's a club legend. Yeah, that's so, so was Mourinho. So was Mourinho. Okay, but Conte had a transfer window. Frank Lampard doesn't. He walked into a difficult situation. And it's just, that the, team should the, be the thing, though, I, I think you're both kind of right. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But it's so much easier to be patient when you're looking like miles into the distance. Like, oh, no, we'll be, we'll be fine. When you're in the like core of it all, yeah. fans go insane. But I, I, think, I think you're right. I think he'll definitely be... He'll still be manager of Chelsea. I want to know where this line is, though. Even if fans hate him. Where is it? Even where, if fans kill him. 
he will still be manager next year. So let's know in the comments. Give us the scenario. Where is the line for Chelsea? When, when do the majority of Chelsea fans finally go, that's too low for Nothing's us. Enough. Yeah. I don't care if you're a legend, that's too far. Okay. Uh, pet hates time. Okay. Uh, here's my one, because um, I heard it. Um, someone was like, some pundit was struggling to think of something to say about a, a manager and didn't know enough. So he just went, I mean, he's football through and through. <laughs> that, that is not, that's, that's basically, hilarious. you're quite nice I don't know enough about you. Who was that about? Chris Wilde. I can't even remember. That's, that's right. Right. Yeah, it's probably that. Yeah, that's, that's the first one that came to my mind. Just on their own. Oh, I don't know. Probably Northern. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That's the first thing that came to my mind when you said that, Chris Wilde. I tell you what I like as well with Sheffield United. A lot that's, of does it match today pundits who haven't really had much of an out in the championship? I, I, I categorise Sheffield United as this lumpy team mm. just because they're Northern and Chris Wilde's Northern. It's wrong narrative. Which pundit said that? Which pundit said that? All of them. I watched them. It's ridiculous. I watched Sheffield United all through last year in the Championship and at League One when they got over 100 points. They play beautiful football. Three centre-backs, they're all ball-playing centre-backs. They play out and they keep driving at teams, which is why they beat teams like Leeds by the end. Because That's they why they pitched two Brentford centre-backs as well yeah. because they were going to play football. Yeah. Took Luke Freeman who's a yeah. really good footballer. Oh, he's quality. Robinson's good. And look good how they... Player. And you know, I'm also, can I say my pet hate whilst we're on the... Yeah, topic? go for it, pet hate. When, when you... Um, this is a lot of my mates do this you know sport top six team don't really care about the lower teams but see teams like Sheffield United come up and they're like I, I, I put a tweet out saying what's the best footy limbs from the, from the weekend and my mate Jem said Sheffield I was like oh is there a new team called Sheffield Ooh. that's my pet hate when, when, they, when they represent Sheffield United as Sheffield when, when in reality you should either call them Sheffield United or Sheffield Wednesday, Wednesday. do you know what I mean Wednesday. that is my pet hate you cannot call it Sheffield <laughs> was he not about Sheffield FC yeah. Exactly, yeah. Who yeah. knows? Oh, they got footy limbs. Yeah. That is a massive pet hate. Um, very good. Other pet hates from the comments. Um, we need, if we get enough, do I, I was thinking, because you want a pet hate podcast, don't you? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I really need a mad influx in the comments of pet hates for us to do a whole we'll podcast. We'll comfortably get one. Um, yeah. And also, doesn't it just have to be football? <laughs> <laughs> okay, right now. Uh, so, one, two, three, four, 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 four. It says this. Uh, when commentators say a player was unlucky for hitting the post, he wasn't unlucky, he missed. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Harry, I Kane, Harry Kane's I strike against the post against Arsenal was unlucky. That yeah. was do, great do you want to hear the most unlucky effort ever? At the beginning of United Chelsea, when Tammy Abraham did that lovely turn, he shot, he hit the post. Yeah, I, I felt so bad for him because that would have been a different game if that went in. It wasn't on target, Theo. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but it was. <laughs> oh, Ethan Gilson now. baiting me. Middle aged blokes at football games thinking they're hilarious because they stand up and make the VAR sign with their hands every time a tackle is made. <laughs> we know, so we've got League <laughs> One and Two that. Championship fans here, so we don't know that one. Tom Carey, hey, hey, when people on Soccer Saturday say nil one or one two to the away team, although they technically are right, just say one nil. <laughs> For example, McAnally just said Swansea lead nil one. Just pedantic, I think he's a bit annoyed. Uh, kind of weird. Okay. Um, we had a one question from Twitter. Um, follow me at James Alcott. Um, follow you at Thogden. Thank you. Follow him at what is it? Not worth it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, follow Great Touch for a Big Lad at GT for ABL. I'll follow that. Yeah, follow that one. Yeah. And we got this question from uh, at football fan 0108. <laughs> so 107 people had already done football fan. Um, <laughs> as mentioned at the start of every podcast, you're all season ticket holders, but what type of supporter are you at the game? Do you give it socks? I've never heard that expression. No, me neither. Or do you just take in what's going on? I guess he means just be ver- go, ver- go a bit nuts. verbal. Um, Theo's got a channel you can check out. How he supports. Yeah, exactly. Do you support yeah. differently? Do you ever not vlog when you go to? Yeah, yeah. Um, 
with bowling I'll always vlog because people really want to see it but let's say sometimes I get invited by my mates to a game in London and I've just got back from school I'm super tired I just don't go in fact it was actually a QPR game I went to midweek one time that my, my mate Dylan invited me to I was just like Go with that camera. I'm too tired. Yeah, yeah. Are you like Rafael Nadal? You've got like one really big arm, <laughs> one, one small one. I'm doing that all the time. You see your arms? I see about the same. Yeah, no, I'm not like that. Um, <laughs> what kind of fan are you, Greg? Uh, it, it, it depends on what I'm seeing on the pitch. Ultimately, I'll certainly be vocal and I'll go socks. I'll be a sock. I don't know what the expression was. If needs be, generally, I like to see myself as the the insightful fan that's thinking and pondering working mm. the time like that just like that all game like that just thinking, uh, really? thinking, thinking. Interesting. and then I explode into my passion when it's yeah. required I'm pretty loud really? like, well I'm, I'm very loud in the last 20 minutes of a game I start to lose my mind a bit right yeah um, I, I, the whole point of it is to celebrate properly so I do that properly. Yeah, yeah that's one um, thing I do and I do do you know what? I've got worse in terms of Having a go at the ref and things like that really? recently. Yeah. yeah, I'm getting worse. Though. Maybe, but I, and I've got yeah, wor- also worse at singing songs. I remember thinking like yeah. that's your duty to sing every yeah. song. Yeah, I've kind of run out of steam with that a little bit. Yeah. Really? But I do try. I try to as much as possible because I feel that duty. Yeah. But when I was like 14, 15, I would sing every single song. Yeah. And I'd look at my dad going, "Why don't you sing?" Yeah. yeah. And my dad would get really annoyed. And people would go, "Stand up if you sport, uh, if you love Rangers or whatever." My dad used to. And my dad that. would go. My dad would go. I suppose it's taken for years. <laughs> I'm not yeah, standing. Yeah. I don't need a fucking yeah. stand up. I find I do it at football, and I think we all do this. You, you, you look like a bit of a lunatic because you. I I just comment on the game to no one in particular. Obviously, yeah, my dad and brothers around too. me, me family, and that. But I'll just say, like, oh, he's got to be doing this, though, hasn't he? Not looking or directing at anybody. Yeah. And I never get a response because everyone else is just yeah. chirping away. And that's so annoying in in any other element of society. Yeah. And people talk sort of at you. You wouldn't do that on the bus, would you? Um, we finish off with better than Trevor Sinclair. Okay. Don't know if you've been watching this bit, Theo. Um, pretty this. big one. Can I uh, call yes. you out for the origins of this app? So quick. As you're getting that, I'll just explain to you. Yeah. So, a couple of weeks ago, I I said that my opinion on David Beckham's free kick, uh, not free kick, goal from the halfway line against Wimbledon was okay, not that great. Um, since yeah. then, we've had a couple of weeks. <laughs> where I've asked for people to find goals that were better than the Beckham goal. Um, we had Thierry Henry's uh, volley against Man United, which has since been picked quite convincingly, if that can be done, yeah. by Trevor Sinclair's bicycle kick against Bars. Uh, the ultimate aim is we're going to get to a point where we all agree that it's best goal or second best goal. goal there's yeah. no more. So I've got, three right, options. Yeah. I've got three options here, but do you want to say something you want to call me Well, it's, going back to the origins of this feature, the Beckham thing, and I, I, I think... Chatting nonsense, it's a brilliant goal. My mate Mike Thomas a good goal. says, Alcott calling the Beckham halfway line goal a hoof is a full on heads gone moment. <laughs> and I agree, it's a I agree. brilliant goal. It's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a goal kick that you get to roll. I think you're on a wind up, I'm still convinced you're on a wind up. Anyway, <laughs> one thing we can all agree on is that Trevor Sinclair's bicycle kick from outside the box, from a cross that was from behind him, from a, uh, I think it was even a centre back, maybe Danny Maddox, maybe Rufus can, we, can we watch it? Um, I'll show you after. Okay. Actually, you probably do probably, need to see it there. I've um, probably seen it, but I just need reminding of which one. Okay, it is phenomenal. Yeah, it is. I think it's just justly winning this this feature. I won't be able to do this through all the goals. Yeah, that's fine. So, yeah, yeah, I know most of them. Okay, let me just. Yeah. So here's gone here. Let's take take through that. Take through that advert first. We'll get it. Magnus um, Bakery. Oh uh, mm, nice yeah. Right here we go. 
what a goal 36 seconds of gold um, on the MSI so I've been commentary for the list so I was at this game yeah right, uh, fourth round yeah, okay that's ridiculous that is ridiculous great goal but now search up Frank Worthington uh, no no not I, in the comments Theo that's not in the comments I I'm don't going know into the comments now well that's Commentary. fine you can do that for Frank Worthington goal but here are three quickly can we get a goal that's better for Trevor Sinclair let's see of course I have the deciding vote Theo yep just so you know Dan Fraser Hashtag better than Trevor Sinclair. Papis Cisse versus Chelsea. Without doubt, the most ridiculous, freakish goal I've seen. Is it better than Trevor Sinclair's uh, goal? No, me. it's not. He sliced no, it's it. Not. He it sliced that, it. It's a great yeah, goal. But even, yeah. that, even that isn't technically as good as the one you showed. No, good yeah. point. Yeah. Easy one. He sliced it. That was a miss hit. Michael Taylor. Uh, hashtag better than Trevor Sinclair. Robin Van Persie's goal for Arsenal versus Charlton. Hitting it on the full. And the fact he didn't have any feet on the ground. It what? was similar to Ducanio's goal for West Ham, wasn't it? It was similar. And I see, that's a really interesting good point. Goal. Didn't have any feet on the ground. Well, wow. imagine not having any feet on the ground and being upside down. Because that's what Trevor Sinclair had with his bicycle kick. That's no, true. it's not better. And finally, uh, Marcus Ward. Marco Van Basten volley to seal the win in Euro 88. Not that for me. That is good. Not for me still. But is it better than that Trevor Sinclair goal? Yeah. Do you even know what that goal is? I have seen Shelley that. Yeah. No, um, I have seen that. It's one of the it's greatest a great goals goal. ever. It's a tight angle. It's in a big game. Yeah. But that's just an FA Cup game. But, <sighs> Does that matter? Who are you playing? And what yeah, because... No, there's more pressure. It doesn't. doesn't. It should Oh, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. We're talking about beating, how good a goal is. You're beating a better keeper. You're beating a, you've lost a better central defender to get the space. It should significantly matter. The, the level of I mean, I missed it. Who are you playing there? But Barnsley had just come down for the prem. Oh well, no. I, I think that's a significant thing in this. I really do. What? So it takes up an average goal to a great goal. Mm. Big, yeah, hundred percent. That's insanity. Hundred percent. Insanity. All right, I'll put this scenario to you. Somebody dribbles from. I'm halfway talking about line. Te- the technical aspect of a somebody goal. dribbles from the halfway line in the dog and duck league Sunday and scores a world day. Someone does that in a World Cup. Which mm-hmm. one's the better goal? But I, th- I think the, the problem you've got here is bicycle kick. Is it goes above all of those things quite literally? The, the bicycle kick is is regardless regardless of level. Can you agree? That's such a good bicycle kick. Can you agree? Who's a great Pete Schmeichel? Say he was in that. Would you say there's a better chance he could have saved that if he was in that as opposed to Barnsley keep at the time? I can categorically answer that. No. <laughs> so nice try. Um, I, I mean, nice try. Can I? Can, I I've not commented here, but I've got one that I think, in my opinion, is better than that. Can I put that in? Save it for next week, mate. So after, after Keep coming back. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I'm going to comment one. Can you put mine in if I comment one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, next week, yeah. Uh, we finish off with a couple of great football novels. Uh, Angus Doughty, uh, you like this one, Craig. Phenomenal stuff, um, yeah. Can we make this into a football novel? Get your football novels in the comments and we will read them out next week. Midfield General is the book. Mm, pretty good, isn't it? Um, after his team go missing in the jungles of Vietnam during an ill thought, <laughs> ill thought <laughs> That's out. That's the best bit. That's the best bit. <laughs> Sorry, hang on. After his team go missing in the jungles of Vietnam during an ill-thought-out tour of Asia in 1963, Roy Bean, brackets played by Sean Bean, I feel like there should always be Sean Bean, he should always be the, always be the actor, goes on a one-man mission to save them, armed with nothing but a winning mentality and crunching tackle. Bean is the midfield general. Brilliant. Very good. Uh, Will Fleming, Thierry Henry, Vavahu, a murder mystery. Interesting. Um, don't really like French novels. He could play a bit of a pirate sort of um, 
character. He'd have to have a moustache. I'd have to build a little yeah. Yeah. And Jamie Parker, um, he thinks this would be a good book. Cocaine Alley. Ali Dai reaches the top fulfilling his dream of playing Premier League football performances slip however and a cocaine addiction ultimately ruins the career of the world's most talented footballer <laughs> very good get your football novels in uh, next week uh, thank you very much for listening or watching Theo thank you very much for coming on no problem uh, we're going to do our Premier League captain tier list right now so if you don't want to miss that then what you need to do is subscribe to this channel